scars don't hurt. Some scars are numb. Some scars rid you of the capacity to feel anything ever again. And that brings us to our topic today, emotional violence or emotional abuse. Welcome to an all new episode of the Make It Make Sense podcast. More like a new season of the podcast. And as always, I am your host, Nus. I have with me my lovely couple, Maria. Hello, Maria. Hello, Nus. Hello, guys. Hello. I'm as happy as you are that MIMS is back, and I hope that we can share the joy. I know, you know. Right. <laughs> Anyways, how have <laughs> you been? You know, I've right, been alright. Yeah, I'm there. You know. Nice. That's alright. Nice, nice. Okay. We, like you said, we're talking about emotional abuse, emotional violence. I think that the topic is not, mm-hmm. you know, well, I, I'm not trying to, you know, probably tone down how it is being spoken about, but I don't think it's spoken about as much as, you know, we speak about physical violence. You know, emphasis is laid on the slaps, yeah. the punches, and all of that. There's, there's, yeah, a lot of people are now getting aware of, you know, emotional abuse, but it's not still as much as, you know, the physical one. So I think that's why it's important for us to talk about mm-hmm. this. So what do you think? To start, to start with, what do you think about the whole emotional abuse? Well, first, I'd like to mention that it's a really broad one. Mm. It's a broad topic. So, you guys should expect that we'll be able to get to every corner of this. Right. But it's just to make us aware and um, pay attention to it. Because a lot of things that we do, we fall under emotional abuse and we might not even know it. Or the abused might not even know that he or she's being abused. Mm. You know. And then... I think that before the punches and the slaps and everything, mm. words would have been said, emotions would have shown, I mean, attitude would have been given. So I think this is what even leads to the physical thing in the first place. And maybe because the people that have been abused might not really see it as a big deal or probably, anyway, it's part of the whole thing. Because at some point, you might just think there is something that is wrong with you. Meanwhile, just a person that is not making you feel enough. Mm. You know. Yeah. And then um, there's one thing that I'd like to mention that it doesn't necessarily have to be in um, a love relationship. Mm. It doesn't you don't have to be dating the person. Mm. It can happen even within your house, family members, mm. co workers, friends, mm. even passerby. Even if there's somebody that has a shop, it can be from somebody that gets to buy something from your shop. You know. Yeah. It's that very it's very widespread. Anybody can say it to you. It can be from your boss, it can be from your lecturer, it can be from any damn person. You know. Yeah. I think that I agree with the fact that, you know, it is really broad and you know a couple of minutes speaking about it is not going to um, you know talk about the extent of damage that you know emotional violence or emotional abuse causes. So um we can only do as much as I like, you know, we can't talk about we just want to bring it to our meeting that these things happen. Yeah, and I also agree with the fact that it doesn't have to be a love relationship, a love affair before, you know, people get abused emotionally. It can be, like you said, mm-hmm. a boss, an employee relationship, it can be friendships, it can be, you know, co-workers, anybody, anybody can really, you know, abuse you emotionally. And then I came across a definition that I think I should share, and... It is um, emotional abuse is a way to control another person 
by using emotions to criticize, embarrass, shame, blame, or even manipulate other people. And the reason why I singled out that definition is because I feel like the definition is is a descriptive summary. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it's a well detailed summary. I think it it is encompassing of what emotional violence is in simple language. How do you think that people go about this? Like examples, ways, few of the ways that people go about this um, emotionally abusing people. How? Well. Um, um, I like to mention that this, what this part that I'm seeing, I like to mention. I just want people to take note of it because we are not trying to undermine anything or anybody or stuff like that. And I, in case I forget to mention, if you tend to fall into this category of probably you have been abused or you are currently being abused, doesn't mean that you are stupid. Doesn't mean that you don't know what you are doing. It's just possibly, I don't know, it's just unfortunate that it had to happen to you, you know. So yeah, emotional abuse is one of those things that is it's quite hard to um, to pinpoint or to recognize and stuff like that. Especially with somebody that you are close to, somebody that you've always respected all your life, or somebody that is supposedly supposed, that is supposedly, that's supposed to help you, you know. Somebody that you are, and it's harder in where I would like to is that in the love, so-called love relationships or sibling relationships or parents to children relationships mm. because these are very delicate ones and then you expect that whatever love you give them is supposed to be given back and stuff like that mm. so first I like that you note how do you feel when you remember the person how do you feel when you want to talk to the person how do you feel think of your conversations with the person you know, how do they make you feel? Are you happy? Are you, or you feel, are you happy? Or you feel like you have to do something extra? Are you comfortable? Are you yourself? Are you, are you willing to see the person again? Are you willing to share your stuff with the person without thinking that the person will judge you? Or you feel like you have to do something more than you usually do to make the person happy with you? Or you have to look perfect quote and unquote before you can get validation from the person so yeah I don't know at the end of the day it, it gets to that point where you feel like it's not that bad, the person is just trying to help me, the person is you know, I'm the one that is the bad person stuff like that and all these things will lead to you, you, first you start getting frustrated you you get misunderstood a lot. You feel like when I explain to this person, I'll end up getting misunderstood. Or generally, and that makes you start keeping to yourself. You start keeping to yourself such that you feel like that's how it's going to be. And the person that said that's how I am, and because you place you place that person on that pedestal in your life, and you feel like that's what the whatever the person says is what should go. You know, the person will make unreasonable demands. The person will expect that when they say jump, you ask how high. <laughs> you know. And the person will expect that the people will get really possessive. Like now, for example, you are friends with somebody. Probably you were friends with that person first. And then you probably get to a school setting where you meet other people. And the person expects that, oh no, you are not supposed to bring somebody else into our circle. Or you are supposed to tell me that you, before you even say yes to being friends with somebody else. Or when I say we should go somewhere, you are not supposed to say no. You're supposed to be there for me all the time. And the person is not even reciprocating those gestures, you know. 
So it's 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 really I don't know sad, and the um, person doesn't have the to have your own opinions. Mm. I mean, I'm as a quick go by while lobby around me with your knees. You not think about it like you about to say, you know. And you can never be perfect in sight of such people. Mm. They you always complain about mm. wanting or the other. They always complain. Is it your hair? Is it your behavior? And then the common one is them using your faults against you. Your shortcomings. They always remind you. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's because, you know, or even something that you shared with them about that happened in your past. Or something that you are dealing with at that moment. And then they come to rub it in. Or use it to kill trip you. Or when they are at fault, they bring it like, they say it's because you did this. Instead of them admitting. Do you understand? I mean, and they, they lie. They lie a lot. Ah, mm-mm. I'm sorry, your name is Lide. <laughs> it's just that. They lie, they lie, they lie. No. no. Yeah. And they make you they make you feel down. You are always inferior to them. I mean, if I go on and on, I, I probably won't even finish. Right. And you are always too sensitive. You worry, or you are too emotional now. Or you exaggerate, or you complain about something, and then all of a sudden they are being the one. Maybe with you, like the actual for they always want to argue with you. Oh. You know, then a woman on eggshells around them. Like you have to. I'm a quarter my son say you make we do like this. So um, I that, or she might not even like it. Mm. She sees a lot. Yeah, right. It's a whole lot. To be honest, if we if we start to you know highlight, we might not finish because it's a whole lot, like you said. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with everything. Uh, like I agree with everything that you have listed to the point where you know they do a lot of things that it is so hard. Like it is always so hard because they will blackmail you emotionally. They will be like, if I don't love you, this thing will be. Which are the way you when you when you get to situations where you are. When, when you have somebody that is really possessive and all of that, not you know, you can have possessive friends, you can have you know family members that are really possessive, and they will put it on you that like, if you think that um, if I don't love you, will I be doing all these things? It's because I love you now, and then you to your mind, it's because <laughs> this person loves me now, to the point where you don't even know. You are you are always second guessing yourself. You are second guessing everything that you do. It gets to that point. It gets that bad. That you are not even sure of yourself anymore. You are not sure of what you are doing. You are not sure of what you think anymore. It's just like, you're always, okay, what he said, what she said, what did they say I should do? And things like that. To the point where you don't have a mind of your own. You are, they've, they've, they've isolated you to the point where they fit you into a box and you cannot think, you cannot come, come out of the box to the point where you want to think outside that box. I don't know if that makes sense. So you're just like, there, so that's like best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you are scared all the time and <laughs> you can't even talk. You have issues, you can't talk to business because they think that you are overly emotional. You are, um, and that's why you know, cases where people that have mental health challenges, you know, a lot of us. That's why I said a lot of people, when you, when you said it earlier, that a lot of people don't even know that they emotionally abuse people. I think that is very true because in cases mm. where you know, somebody that has, you know, mental health issues now, is ranting, is 
not necessarily rant, but you know, complaining that okay, this or saying things that you don't see as normal. I'm using the word rant because that's how we all see it. Sometimes I'm guilty myself. So you get to the point where you are like, this person is saying, ah, I'm okay, I'm this, I feel like this, I'm this. You are like, see, I'm going to put you, I'm doing it for attention. Personally, I think that I'm on this table. I feel like they worry you. I think that I'm mm-hmm. on this table. When I sit down to think about these things, I've gotten to the point where I also have issues and I'm like complaining all the time. I'm ranting all the time and I'm like, I don't even. I've not gotten to the point where I'm dealing with serious mental health issues. And I'm complaining like this. Mm. And I think that these people that are complaining are, you know, overreacting or they are just seeking attention. So we all do these things, to be honest. Like, for instance, I know that I do it sometimes. It takes um, a whole lot of balance and, you know, to pull yourself back to know that, okay, this is, this is not right. This that you are doing is not right. So, and the reason I'm saying this is because I need us to know that because we are talking about this and we are saying we are ranting to break tables, does not mean that we that are breaking the tables are not on the table sometimes. You know, a lot of times, to be honest, we yeah. yeah. are on the table sometimes. We get to be on the table that we break. So it's just a subtle reminder that we are speaking to ourselves first before, you know, any other person that is listening. So they do a lot of things. They gaslight you. They will do something, they will say something, then the moment you explode, and you, what is your problem? There was a particular couple I kind of like interfered in their <laughs> relationship. And that's why, going forward, if you are my friend, I'm not staging any intervention for you and your partners. <laughs> going forward. Sorry. PSA, I'm not even joking. Point is, <laughs> this dude was you know, capitalizing on the fact that she was really into him. He read that message and he said a whole lot of things about her. Why she she was trying to eh it's not like that. It's just because maybe some things that me too I used to say. Maybe this things I would not even share with her because I was like, oh hey wait, hey wait. And it was, you know, gaslighting like, what's your problem? If I don't love you, do you think I'll be doing I mean if you love somebody genuinely like you say that you do, you're supposed to give them wings to fly. You're not supposed to be scared of what you have or Yes, insecurities might exist. The moment you have, um, you, you are scared of what you have with the person. I don't, if you, you evaluate. If it's not worth fighting for, let the person go. But you are now blaming the person or making the person feel like the person is not doing enough or the person is not enough for you. The person is not enough for you, let the person go. So there are a lot of situations where you, when you listen to sides of the stories, like sides, you will know that people are really going through stuff like deep stuff and, and it, it is sad and unfortunate that we are doing this to ourselves if your relationship with somebody is not um i don't know how to put it even if it's healthy it is not healthy just mm. exit the reason i'm saying this, you know sometimes when it comes to you know parents children relationship there can be a bit of emotional abuse mm-hmm. right they can not a bit sure. sometimes is, is on the high side so to be honest not yeah. even african parents alone i mean it happens everywhere so uh, it is still understandable not i'm not trying to justify that parents have right to abuse their children no i'm only saying that it is still understandable to some to some extent that okay a parent will want to have full control and they might not know how to the best way to go about it to the point where they are, you know, abusing their children and they don't even know it. 
right? And when it comes to sibling relationships too, I feel like to, to some extent it is un, it is understandable because you know you are siblings, right? When it comes to boss employee relationship too, I feel like it is understandable, especially if you don't have another source of income, you might you know want to rough it and say okay. I need to, you know, make a living, and you continue to ignore that things are actually happening, right? The ones I would never mm-hmm. understand is friendships and love relationships because I do not see any reason why you are friends with somebody that does not value you. I do not see any reason why you are friends with somebody that sees you like um, somebody they can take advantage of and just, you know, do anything they like. And you know, there, <laughs> there is this, mm-hmm. you know, verbal abuse. Ah. Mm-hmm. If you know about your people, present. I'm present. I don't even ah. shame it. <laughs> no, we are present. <laughs> you know it. Me, I want people. to hide now. Me, I'm, I, I'm, mm. I'm there. I'm there. You know. Mm. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I need to, I need to say it like this because. <laughs> I'm not saying they are the only ones who, I'm just giving an example because this one, this one, we are part of them, we know ourselves. If you know about oh, no. people and the way they verbally abuse, you know, people. Other people, I'm telling you. The way they like abuse people. Ah. You see, Ibaro is number one. In this Nigeria, Elon is number two. I'm telling you. So it's like a norm, you know? It was a time that I, I, I told my dad that I'm grateful that he didn't bring us up there, you know. Because I wonder, okay, personally, I don't know. Those of you that relate with me, you know that I don't come on first. But if you want to misbehave, we'll misbehave together. Well, I'm sorry, but then, that's the truth. We miss her. I don't know about any other person. So sometimes when we go there, you know, be for Salah and stuff, when we get to Ibadan, you know that we've gotten to Ibadan. I mean, there's a time I traveled alone. And then, <laughs> when we got to Shina Gate, I did something, and then I was just hearing, ha ha. Oh, we have learned Because, what? You hear some insults, and you'll be like, what, what? Oh my goodness. Let me just record myself, like. <laughs> it's usually so bad. I mean, <clears throat> they say it's like something normal. I mean, mm. there's no level to, there's no limit to the insult. Mm. Them. So, so maybe I was even saw the adults, you know, to say it like regular thing, like the normal day to day something. Whatever you from that Tony will you have to say we love a few women. I don't say that You I don't know. So it's from somewhere or has grown up in all kind of pattern and they should not come and eat that one to cover you. I mean, it doesn't work that way. Uh uh-uh. no, 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 no. Okay, work. You see these things like the norm, to be honest. Like that's how they see it. Like mm. you don't see that something that they are not supposed to do. So it gets them to the point where even in to the point where even in marriages, if you see Ah hey, hey. what is what is what is is that <laughs> They don't get to marry themselves because they know they know the kind of you are that is in, that is in their hands. Yeah, they don't get to marry themselves. They used to marry people that are from you know, um, senior cities or senior states. <laughs> they, they will not come and be taking advantage of those ones that want to be and they will just be giving benefit of doubt. That's what they do. 
Including Laurie, you can just be going out, you just do something, they will give you a straight. They don't, and you don't think about it. Like, what about Buelik, just like that. And you just, and that's what you do, you just be going. Because if you talk, ah, they can, they can even, they can't say they want to be. So you just be going and respect yourself. The moment you continue to condone, you know, all those abuses, small time, physical, physical abuse to enter, mutually, you know, love relationships. It is really annoying to be honest. And at the same time, as goes out to everybody that you know has gone through this because it's not the easiest thing to come back from. It's not the easiest thing to come and and it it's Cause you deeply, like to the point where you don't even know. You don't know what is what you are. It takes a level of um, self improvement before you can, you know, bounce back to what you were yeah. before it started. We need to do better. We need to honestly ask. because the self esteem goes mm-hmm. from hundred to zero straight up. To like, zero. It doesn't even go small small. It doesn't go small small. It will just go bam. And once you are zero like this. There's nothing anybody will say that will make sense to you. I mean, as in, I want to say something now that I remember it. If you're in such a relationship with people, your friends, your anybody, and you see that you are the only one that's considering the person as a, as a person in the first place. Every other person says something wrong with you. Every other person feels like they're manipulating you, but you feel like, ah, he's just trying to help, or she's just trying to make me a better person. My dear, it's not a do or, a do or die affair. I mean, I know it's hard. Honestly, I've not been in that kind of situation, like in a relationship or friendship. Because honestly, me, I tell people, somebody that doesn't see your dream as a dream, that doesn't see mm. your ambition as an ambition, or doesn't mm. see your problem as a problem, is not your friend. He's not your friend. He's not your friend. And somebody that would that would come and be sitting there waiting for you to serve them a glass of juice. I mean, no, no, no. It's, it's, it takes two to tango in whatever situation you find yourself. And I'd like to say that whether the, the parental to children might not be so controllable, you know, to an extent. Mm. But the sibling one, you can, there's a limit to everything. You guys make them understand. Even if they vex, just make them know where you stand. You know, you guys are siblings. You're supposed to be close and be able to help one another. They will feel protective of you. They will feel possessive of, possessive of you, yes. But you need to make them understand. And make them know how you feel about something. I think that, yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get that. And if they don't, maybe, you know, these things, you have to make yourself a priority. I don't know. This will yeah. yeah. In cases where, you know, for parents, parents and um, children relationship, mm. it is not as controllable, true. And it is understandable, mm-hmm. because... If we, if we consider, you know, things that our parents go through for us, it takes knowing what it is that they do to you now, or that they did to you then, for you not to become the exact same thing when you become a parent. Yeah. Like, it's not if that was how they gave it to them. It's what they saw growing up. That, that's the manual they raised them with. That's the same manual they inherited, and they, are, that, and they raised us with. Maybe you'll be able to not be that kind of parent. You have to learn what it is that they are doing now. Make strong resolve. Work towards not mm-hmm. being that same parent when you become a parent. It's easier to say now 
that hey, I will not be that kind of parent. I can never do this to my children. Until you get there and you see you are doing the same exact thing. It's just mm-hmm. it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cycle. It's not um it's not something that you can just decide that you throw away because that's how they raise to you. That's what you see as normal. That's you know, cultural society makes a large chunk of who we are. Background, parental upbringing. It's, it's like mm-hmm. the basics of the characters that we have. Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to physical abuse, there are plenty. Because of the fact that you know they have you know much more strength than women. I'm not saying that women do not abuse mm-hmm. physically abuse men. I'm not saying that women do not physically abuse other women. But emotional abuse, women are plenty on this table. Let's not mm-hmm. let's not I'm not saying that men do not I need to be I didn't say so. I'm saying that women are plenty because when it comes to manipulating, we are good. Something will happen. You know that you are at fault. We admit that you are at fault. Say sorry and you know, probably if you can fix it, fix it. But that's when you see that the woman will say she can never apologize. She doesn't say sorry. Or she will start crying. Or the the person will be first, she start crying that what did I do? Can you call I didn't do anything? It's you that and the person that is in question will have to start feeling bad that the person, the woman is crying and will not start begging for the for something that the person did not do. So mm. I think that we do that a lot. Silent treatment, we do it a lot too. Somebody did something. Mm. Yes, okay. It's not the best thing, you know. It's everyday work. It's not something that we can just throw out, you know, of our lives. But it's everyday work. What I'm saying is, you know, a lot of women do all these things. We manipulate. We we gaslight, we we give people silent treatment, even to our fellow, you know, ladies. We 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 are we are plenty on this barbell abuse table too. We should be giving yeah. people names, abusing people, insulting people. We are plenty. So I need us to know and understand that it is a two-way thing. Men do it, women do it. It is not um, it's not um, peculiar to gender men. specific. Mm. Mm. Yes, it's not gender specific. It is, you know, it goes both ways. So, um, how do you think that people should, you know, people that are in this situation should deal with it? Okay. First, you need to make yourself a priority. Mm. You come first. You come first. And you come first again. Always. Every damn time. You cannot let somebody come and make you feel like you're not enough. Put your needs first. Your mental health comes first. Your physical health comes first. You need to stop worrying about pleasing other people or that person or those people in specific. Take care of your needs. Help yourself when you are down and things like that. And then you need to establish boundaries. Tell the person or the people. Mark, don't go shout at me. You need to stop shouting. Don't call me names. Whatever you don't want them to do to you, let them know that you don't want them to do it to you. Alright? If they, you, let, let, let it be over. In, for, for example, if they start insulting you or anything, you want to insult them, it's okay. Let me be going. Because that's what you are good at. Just let me be going like this in peace. And you need to stop blaming yourself. You do, it's not your fault. Let me tell you, point black now, it's not your fault. It's just unfortunate that you may stop in. Um, a cycle or a relationship or whatever with that kind of person or those kind of people in a case where it's more than one and you cannot fix them let them seek help but you are not the help 
dreams of what I'm saying. They already see you as someone inferior. So they feel like you cannot help them. So even when they recognize it as a problem, you won't be able, won't be able to be the help that they need. Let them seek help, advise them to seek help, that's if they even admit that they are, they are at fault in the first place. And don't engage such people. Don't engage them. So allow about to bear by Look at body day to day. Let everybody sit in their own place. And then you need a support network. People that genuinely care for you. People that. No, it's not everybody that is like Nusa and I now that will talk about these things without caring whether the person in the next compound or the next room We just carry going. And... <laughs> so. <laughs> Long story short, you need to build a support network. People that genuinely care for you. Care yourself, but they won't still push you away or something. Or when you go back to them, they are willing to help you. You know, you need that. Somebody that you can talk to, that won't judge you or something that has happened to you. And if you are in a relationship, friendship, going, it's not easy. It's not life for you. It's not easy at all. But you have to get out of it. I mean, I mean, I mean. It's not until they call your papa and tell them, say, ah, you're picking the hospital. They they do emergency surgery for Amu. Make you not die. I mean, I mean, I mean. It doesn't have to get to that part. All right? It's not easier said than done. Let me not lie to you because all these things are not easy. But it's a gradual process. It's a gradual process. It's not something that you just wake up tomorrow and then it's all done. So, yeah. Yeah, I I think that's pretty much everything that, you know, I think that you should do too. But I need to state, you know, that point where she said, realize that you cannot fix them. I read something somewhere that they were talking about um, the empire facing. The guy said, people that have this messianic syndrome, they are the ones that, you know, suffer the most in relationships, you know, be it emotional abuse or physical abuse. Thinking that you are their messiah, you can help their life and continue to fix them. <laughs> See? The moment you start thinking that you are the help that somebody needs, this is not even about, this is about any relationship, this is about you. The moment you start thinking that you are the help or you are the savior that wants to save somebody or you are the, if, if you are not there, the person will not make it or if you are not, oh, hey, <laughs> it's until you die, you. That's how you continue. The person will do something, you think that yeah, I think that I need to make this person better. And then you start to think about the person more than you are thinking about yourself. It will never end well. It doesn't end well. It comes in these people too. There are some people that would specifically say to you like, you can help me, you can help me be a better person, mm. you can do this, you can do that, please. And they, they will still continue to do it. Or even in a relationship with that person and then you meet somebody and then you think that you cannot be with this person because as much as you want to help the person to be better, the person might not help you to be better. It takes two to tango. I say it again. It's a two-way thing. You can't be doing something for somebody and the person will not they have a negative effect on you. Go healthy, It's not healthy. Let's not deceive ourselves. So. If you cannot get something, if you cannot get something back, something 
that will help you. You're not getting the, the, the exactly. You're not getting to move forward like you want to. You're not getting to be better like you want to. But you're so so to say, cut and uncut. You're helping the person. Half of the time, when you say you help the person, yeah, when you end up, even to end up scattering, the person will still go back to square one. So and so so. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not appreciating your efforts. But it's just because they will not even know that you have them. Exactly. They will see it like this person left Abi? you when you come. That's where they start saying. Ah, you know that. You have not too much in your bathroom. That's what is worrying you, Shah. That's what I mean. You cannot fix any. Oh, okay. The thing that is true that I'm not saying that you cannot change somebody's life for the better. Oh, no, it scolds me, darlings. Please don't. What I'm saying is that out of the time. The person that you want to help does not know that that they need help. They even if they know, they are not ready to work on it. They even be telling you that this is me. See, where I used to have problems, the woman always says to me that this is me and I can't change for anybody. Ah, mm. hey, well. remove your slippers. Mm-hmm. Remove your slippers. Just sit like this. Can you hear me? Sit <laughs> like this. Back, back, back. Mary. Okay. Where are the sneakers that you are wearing? It's help you bounce properly. So you don't need to up that one. You just go, 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 go. And you have gone. I also need to state that when you are in relationships, any kind of relationships, you need to, you know, make efforts. You can't be all relaxed and, and you expect it to work. But put limits on the efforts that you are making. Mm. And the moment you are making an effort and the person you are making the effort for, or the relationship you are making the efforts for is not productive. The effort is not yielding something positive. You are not getting back what you are giving. Mm. Evaluate and reevaluate all relationships, friendships, so everything. Sit down, think about it. My friendship with this person, where is it going? Where has it been? My relationship with this person, where did we start from? Where are we now? Where are we going? Does it look like we have a future in sight? If not, please take the back door. It won't kill you. You feel sad for a couple of days. It's not the easiest thing to do. Like she said, we always say it. It's not these things that we say. It's not easy. It's, it's hard. Come on, Baro. It's hard. I think that that is all that we can take on this um, episode of emotional abuse. Thank you. If you have listened this far, thank you for listening. And welcome to another season. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it's all fun and really jolly right through the season. So see you on coming episodes. Don't forget to put yourself first. Be happy, stay happy, and peace out. Okay, guys, and um, MIMS now has an Instagram page. I would like if you follow us on MMS Podcast underscore. MMS Podcast with the underscore at the end of it. So, yeah, it'd be nice to have you follow us and follow our content. We'll have you interesting conversations on there. So, like to see you guys on there. Thank you as always. Mm-hmm.